Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Thanks to Bev Mosher, we have some special guests today that I'm going to introduce you to. Um, thank you for the download, by the way. And if you're listening on YouTube, yada, yada, you know, like, subscribe, that whole thing. Anywhere else you're listening, just spread the word for us. We're one of the fastest growing songwriter uh, podcasts in the world right now. We have you to thank for that. So I'm thinking, I've got a quiz. I'm thinking of the longest running band in history, still making music, still touring all over the world. Uh, who do you think it is? Could it be uh, Rolling the Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones. Somebody's. Uh, no, or, no, no. Uh, Beach Boys. No. Beach Boys. The who? There's a couple of... Mar- Mar- Skinnerd? Uh, no. No. Oh, no. 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 It's got to be Exile. I bet it is. Yeah. <laughs> they started in Richmond, Kentucky in 1963. And they were the Exiles, but they dropped the S right. and then dropped a whole bunch of number ones. <laughs> I got a little medley for you. This one, they made a video, and it was like one of the first ones ever played on the CMT channel when they were playing videos. Yeah. I don't need a shooting star <laughs> to make my wish come true. She's a miracle. You remember these, right? Sight to uh, I think so. <laughs> All the way she touches me. You know, I could go on and on. There's like 10 country number ones. And then going back to 1978, this was like one of the biggest songs in the world. (laughs) Want to kiss you all over? All of these I played on the radio back in the day. All of them. So I know you know this song. Does it ever get old, guys? It never no, does. Never. It never does. Yeah. So let me introduce you to our guests. We have Sonny Lemaire here. Uh, he plays bass, uh, great songwriter. And we've got Marlon Hargis, who's the piano player, keyboards of yeah. the band Exile. Thanks, guys, for being here. Appreciate well, thank you. you. Thank our you pleasure. so much. Our pleasure. You know, Sonny, you and yeah. I, believe it or not, we met years ago, and I'll tell you where. Yeah. Um, I was writing with uh, Sharp Objects back there, Stephen Sharp. And you came oh, in, put a little workshop, man. played some songs for us. Yeah, where, where did this take place? This was downtown back before they put all the high rises across yeah. from WLEC. He had a nice little house there, uh, right on oh, Instagram. Oh man, yeah. Stephen, he was so cool. Love he Stephen was, Sharp. I love that guy. Yeah. Dear man, yes, he did so much to help me. He was so great. He uh, was. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we have Marlon Hargis. Marlon, yeah. how are you today? You know what? It's so funny. He's got this shirt on. It says Ohio State Penitentiary <laughs> in Mansfield, Ohio. It, that's where they filmed the the the, the movie uh, uh, Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my mother and father lived like fifty. 
15 miles north of there in a little town called Ashland. So I visited yeah. that place. It's, it's a cool place. It's very cool. It's yeah. very eerie to uh, the the actual prison where they filmed the uh, the movie. Uh-huh. You, you can take a tour of it. Now, it is happen cool. to be going oh, through man. there. It, it is a cool tour. Yeah, we're not going to spend uh, too much time there, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Could you imagine having to be living there? No, no. I just you, you no. see the cells and everything. You go, how did they do no, it? How did no, they no. do it? Have it's you ever spent time in jail? Never. You want to give? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have. You have? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm revealing it today. Are you? Oh, yeah. the first, you, it's the first. You know, it's the first. Do you know what I was jailed for no. in Knoxville, Tennessee? In Knoxville, Tennessee? Yeah, in 73. 73. Hitchhiking. S- swear to God. Can't hitchhike? On, on the interstate. Ah. I was hitchhiking home uh, back to Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, my drummer pal at the time, a good friend of mine named Mickey Folger, who's from Fort Thomas, Kentucky. We talked about Cincinnati area where came from. Yeah. We got uh, pulled we got stuck we got arrested. <laughs> didn't get pulled over. No, we, we couldn't get pulled over. <laughs> we were running on the intersection. <laughs> and I literally got put in a pokey no way. for hitchhiking. No way. And I'll tell you this, you know you, you see all these movies about that cell door slamming <laughs> when you're on the inside and it slams shut. Mm. Oh man. But we got out the next day and promised we wouldn't do it again. Then hitchhiked to the bus station. And, you know, <laughs> Police wouldn't take you to the no, bus station no, even. Come no, on. No. no. It's the truth. What's up with that? Oh, my gosh. So don't hitchhike, kids. Yeah. Do not. Well, I, I, that's probably not a, on the books anymore, but it was then. Yeah. You never know. No. Plus, you had long hair, and uh, you, were, oh. you, you were, you know, it was a serious thing. Yeah, know, plus. You were one of those hippie freaks, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 kind of, you know. And, I, and maybe heap may, trouble, boy. And maybe, maybe <laughs> my pal was holding something in his suitcase, too. I don't know. I don't know. Rumor had it. Anyway, guys, 60 years. Amazing, huh? Yeah. Like yeah. a blink of an eye? Yeah, well, kind of, and yes and no. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, in, in a way. It's, it's hard to comprehend that oh man 60 years yeah. and, and uh, you played kiss you all over 45 yeah. years ago 45 year anniversary of that so. yeah, it, yeah it is sometimes you think what the hell happened <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you're doing the math it's it's in your, and they said no math when it's like it's 1978 that was a hit yes it was and yeah. um it's you know it's the weird we call this the songwriter connection and uh we had a song around just a couple weeks ago and i had read somewhere that between the 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 rock in the country era that you yeah. went down to South Africa, played a lot of shows to uh-huh. yeah. sharpen the chops. Yeah. Well, we had a, a lady on from South Africa who at the same time in 1978 had one of the big worldwide hits called okay. Substitute, okay. Cindy Alter from uh, The Clout. And if you just go back a couple weeks in our podcast, you can listen. She got a fantastic story. Yeah. So really? Two, two 1978 Big hits on the podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 South so, Africa trip. That was, that was very I bet it was. Yeah. Right. It's a beautiful country. Absolutely lovely country. It um, was It was an, an amazing experience, honestly. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. If, I've never been, but I have a good friend who's coming into town this weekend. Yeah. He's going to stay with us a few days. And he listens to the podcast all the time down there. You know, so, you know, you ahead, know uh, I got, got a quick story for go you. Go ahead. <clears throat> well, you know, Kiss Y'all Over had been a big hit yeah. all around the world. Mm-hmm. And we were booked to go to South Africa. What we what ha- we hadn't been told that we'd had a huge amount of hits there. Yeah. Uh, and just in that country. 
And uh, so if we fly there, it's like what sunny twenty hours. It was, I mean, it was at least seventeen hours. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was. We were just totally worn out. Mm. Perhaps slightly hungover, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, so we get to Johannesburg Airport. Now back then, you landed on the tarmac and you came down steps. You know, yeah, like, yeah. and uh, so we are. I wouldn't say staggering off the plane. We were walking walking <laughs> off the plane, and we noticed there's three or four, five thousand people standing, you know, in the like terminal. You, like, like the Beatles seen, coming to America. Like right? you've seen the Beatles at Calgary. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And, and we were we were literally looking around, going, "Who's on this? Pl- who's on the plane we with us?" Know. You know, we had oh no. My goodness. So to, to make a long story uh, somewhat shorter, uh, <laughs> they were there to see us, but we had no clue that we were that popular. No. And uh, oh. then we tried to you know pull ourselves together, and there was all these you know press people coming you know to interview us. But Isn't it's one of, that was one of those bizarre experiences, you know. Truly, you can't, wow. Yeah, but we had. Well, there was time. that guy Rodriguez, right? They made that movie Finding Sugarman. Did you ever see? No. He, they found no. him. They found him. He was an old oh. guy living in Detroit, and he didn't knew that, know that he was huge oh, in South that. Africa. Rodriguez. Uh, yes, I have seen part of that. My friend Sean says oh my he's, he plays all around South Africa. He says, I started a Rodriguez song, and everybody goes nuts still to this day. I forgot about that. I'll have to check that yeah. out. It's a good movie. It really is. Cool. Yeah. Wow. So you have a new album out. Yes, we do. Million miles later. Yeah. I've got a feeling it's been a lot more than a million Well, it has. It has <laughs> much more, but... Uh, you know, it's easier to sing a million miles. It's more. Yeah. You, you know, can go a billion. That, yeah. <laughs> or a million five hundred seventy-three thousand six hundred eighty-four <laughs> miles. <laughs> miles later. It's a longer title. Yeah. 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 Should we play something like the title? Uh, not the title. Let's play the uh, the single. You got a current single let's out right now. Let's do play the single. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. You want to talk about it a little bit? It's funny. Well, you know, it, it actually. co on it, right? No, no, not on this particular on this tune. One. It was oh. written by. My long writing partner in the band, J.P. Pennington, Pennington, and our other singer, Les Taylor, mm-hmm. and our good friend, Larry Cordell. Who oh, Larry Cordell. Larry, you know. Music on Myrtle, Murder on Music Road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great Murder songwriter. Uh, Highway Blue 40 Blues. Highway 40 Blues. I mean, Larry is a great songwriter. Well, this song was written probably 25 20. years ago. No kidding. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just as we were almost finishing up this project, J.P. said, well, you know, I've got this song. He said, you know, maybe we ought to. Uh, check it out. I said, well, play it. And he played it for us. And we went, we need to cut that. Mm-hmm. And we did. And of course, it's the first single. Wow. And doing pretty good. But this is the first time you recorded it after. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's give it a listen. Rough Around the Edges, it's Exile on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Thanks for joining us.
Might be a little rough around the edges, but Ooh. I'm just exactly what you need. That's a rocker, you guys. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. That's yeah. you singing it, right? So is that you singing that song? No, it's no. Just, that's less. Is it less? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. My goodness. Yeah. Now, uh, a lot of you guys live in Lexington, right? Still, does well, JP and, and Les and they do? They, yeah. Okay. JP and Les still live in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Marlon and I and Steve, their drummer, our drummer mm-hmm. live here, uh, and most of our crew live here in okay. the Nashville area. So okay. we're, we're based out of Nashville. That's yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Still. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you start the tour here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we get yeah. on the bus here. Get on, get, on the bus. get on the bus here. Let's yeah. really put it that way. Yeah, yeah, we do. Does that get old? Sixty yeah. years what? on the bus, man. Yes. Well, come on. Let me let me tell you this. <laughs> there were so many years of driving in cars and vans and mm-hmm. everything else, Winnebago's that broke down <laughs> oh, yeah. constantly. Yeah. Oh God. That. It, it, it is tiring. It can get mm-hmm. tiring, and it's always challenging. But I am grateful that we are on a bus. I got to tell oh, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, because we for many years we drove around in all kind of vehicles. Didn't have that luxury. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. everything from an old hearse, yeah, oh, God. to a Corvair, Corvair yeah. van. Oh, was there a Corvair van? <laughs> oh yes, seriously. I, I don't recall that. You know, uh, our, our younger people may not realize back in the '60s and early <laughs> '70s, if you had a hearse, that was the you know yeah. that was the tip top yeah. way to carry gear around. I mean, it's, that was it. It's kind of nutty, but it's the truth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you had made it if you had a. Hearse. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, now age, uh, we're, we're not too uh, fond of horses. No. <laughs> no. no, I'm not riding in a horse now. Right now. I'm getting in a horse now. Right now. <laughs> down the line, please. Way on yeah. the line. Yeah. yeah. Too much to accomplish it. Yeah. Um, let me, you know what I always loved about you guys? You play your own instruments. And in, yeah. in, in like when you were making the transition into country, which, by the way, wasn't. We'll talk about that a little bit. It's not as big a jump as you think. No. Um, but but yeah, like Buddy Killen was producing, and, and, yeah. and it was very rare to have him say, okay, you guys play your own instruments. Because that was bringing uh, Nashville session guys who can mm-hmm. knock it out, but not you guys. No. In fact, did I read, was Ricky Skaggs was like the only the one that wasn't in the band that played? Uh, well, on, uh, on our debut album, Skaggs uh-huh. played part of a solo uh-huh. on uh, uh, I Don't Want to Be a Memory, was it? Or um, No. No. Uh, no, no, no. He played uh, on a. Uh, well, I have to take go, me to the river. Go back and revisit. Yeah, but, yeah. but Skaggs played on it. Uh, uh, Lee, Lee Greenwood, Greenwood played Lee, sax. He played saxophone. He, he, he played yeah, sax yeah. on a tune. Yeah. As, as far as we I know, we yeah. we were the first band to actually play on our records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think the the percussionist, the great percussionist Terry McMillan, he played on a. He did play percussion on, thing. A, on a couple of things, but yeah. I mean, as far as the bulk of the of the music, we oh, we yeah. always played it. One yeah. of the things that our manager at the time, Jim Mori, you know, who was based in it, we were all well, still based in L.A. when Jim was there, mm-hmm. um, was when he approached Buddy Killen about would he be, you know, would he consider producing Exile. And Buddy said, yeah, I'd love to. But, and he said one of the things about them, though, is they're going to play their own instruments. I mean, that's the deal. That's, that's, the deal. that's That is the deal. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Buddy said, fine. Wow. You know, cause, and if he just said no, well, he we, wouldn't have been producing us. Yeah. What was he like to work with Buddy? Oh, Buddy, wonderful. Oh, he was yeah. great. Legend. He, he, you know, we had gone from working with Mike Chapman in the studio. Now, yeah. Mike Chapman was a genius. And he, and he was. And he wrote. He, he right? yeah. and, our, and his songwriting partner, Nikki Chin. Mm-hmm. They wrote Kiss You All Over, as well as tons of hits, you know, that they had in Europe and everything. Worldwide, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Mike was a, not a ge- just a genius songwriter, but he was brilliant as a producer. I mean, honest to God. And he was very hands-on. He knew exactly what he wanted. And Buddy was just the opposite. Buddy was a feel, you know, he was more of a mm. feel guy. He would say, he would just sit back and let us play. And he, and he would comment if 
if it went this way or that way, he thought, oh, maybe you should try this, maybe that. But he let us, you know, do our own thing and would just comment occasionally about, you know, interject what he thought maybe it needed or didn't need. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, another thing about Buddy, Buddy came from an R&B background oh, yeah. in Memphis. And we basically... In my mind, we're just kind of an R and B band, really. Yeah, and you too, weren't you? You really grew up in the Motown and that kind yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's one reason, but we and Buddy got along so well is we we kind of had that background, and and he mm-hmm. knew that R and B sound that we had basically that you wanted. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool, very neat. We always talk about people. Uh, I, I always hated the the when people say, "Hey, what kind of music do you play?" Right? Yeah. And I always tell folks, "Be your own genre, man. Create your own thing." And that's exactly yeah. what you guys did. And I remember I read somewhere along the line, uh, somebody said, "What kind of music?" He said, "We're grand, we're a garage band. We're, yeah, <laughs> we play garage band music." Good way. To well, you started in a garage, right? That's kind yeah. of where it all started. Yeah, you know, yeah. Rehearsed for many, many years in a garage. In I mean, a garage, even through Kiss You All Over and everything. Wow, still yeah. did something else. You know, but pe- people do have, through the years have. You know, how do you describe your sound? And and honestly, it would have to be, you know, we're a combination of R&B and and pop and gospel and and country and stuff. It's all these influences. It it really does. That's that's why I may be getting ahead of where you want to go. But that's, I think, one reason they transitioned from pop to country. That's where I was going to go next, actually. Well, good. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) We, We didn't. Because we were kind of our own genre, we didn't really change no. our sound that much yeah. at all. It was just more some production stuff. You yeah. Know? You know, and I followed you over to country. And I remember playing Kiss You All Over. I was doing uh, adult contemporary style music just up by, by Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, your songs. And there were there were more songs than just Kiss You All Over. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Several then, albums worth. Yeah. Yeah. And then 1980, I went country and I hear Alabama doing uh, Closer You Get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and what was the other one? Um, Take Me Down. Take, Take me, me Down. down. <laughs> Take Me Down. And I'm going, that's Exile. And, yeah. and Sonny, you wrote those songs, right? And, and that's why yeah. I love not only songwriters yeah. uh, and musicians, all great vocals, but great songwriters as well. Well, JP and uh, our dear you know, former member, Mark Gray, yeah. wrote he, both of those, you know, Take Me Down and The Closer You Get. And, Mark wrote those, okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, we lost them a few years ago, didn't they we? They were yeah. both recorded on a 1980 pop album uh, called the, Don't, Don't Leave Me This Way yeah. was the title of that album yeah. recorded okay. in LA okay. and both songs I believe were released as singles to, to pop radio because we were still a pop band right. to, and, and did, did yeah. nothing I mean yeah. you know they did nothing really Wow. Uh, I mean and we were kind of heartbroken because I mean we knew they were just uh, we felt they were hit songs you yeah. know we just didn't know they'd be hit songs for, for right. Alabama at the yeah. time you know yeah but, but it also made the transition easier. Yeah, right? it so helped. It gave us credibility. Yeah. But there were other, yeah. there were like five number one songs Exile wrote for other other people. Yeah, I mean, we, we have written, well, actually, six number Was there ones, six? actually. We wow. only do five in a medley. You know, I'm Restless Heart. Uh, when Sunny, She Cries. Did, now, you wrote cries. that one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sunny wrote. Yeah. I yeah. love uh, that Beautiful song. Mess by Diamond Rio, Another, which, which I co-wrote. One of my favorites. Um Take Me Down and the Closer You Get, of course, mm-hmm. recorded by Alabama. Janie Freaky. Janie Freaky, It Ain't Easy Being Easy. And the, the, one we don't in, the one we don't include was recorded by the Forrester Sisters yes. called, called Just In Just Case. Just In Case. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we sign your song? I don't know why we don't do it. You want to do it? Well, no. Hey, you can hear it. You'd have, to, you'd have to find it and play it because it's been way too We haven't played it in decades. <laughs> yeah. That's me. I love to put you on the spot. Yeah. No, you don't have to. But yeah, you had that yeah. on with the first album? 
yeah. uh, country album. It was, a fun, it was on the first country album, wasn't it? I don't think so. What? One of those? No, just in case. No? No? No. You know, obviously it's been a while. <laughs> I'm going to play We're going to fight. I think it's, well, heck. Heck. It, it was on... What is it the, on the Kentucky Hearts album, which would be the maybe the second country album? Our, our, our wonderful publicist, yeah, Bev, Bev is, Moser is, ch- is checking. L- looking at all the answers. Love she that. is googling She's, right now. Yeah, you know, what she uh, doesn't know, she'll make up. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, let's get back to the album because I want to play yeah. um, uh, the title cut from that. Oh no, we're going to do a live one. Oh, we are. Let's, let's do a live one. You want to do a live one? Sure, we yeah. can do that. That uh, sun, sunshine one? Sun. Oh, you want me to do that one? Yeah, you want to do that one? I, yes. oh. well, here we are in the fall. I, I need more sunshine. Got back okay. from Destin, Destin not too long ago. Can't get enough sunshine. Well, so. okay, now you're, you're putting me on the spot here. This is a song the off, the new, off the new project I did. Uh-huh. We can do it. It's called Nothing But yeah. Sunshine Now. Which, uh, uh, we, well, you wrote that a few years ago, didn't you? Um, with uh, your oh yeah yeah it was written by my with my good friends Clay Mills ah. and Mark Selby who passed about six five six years ago now Mark oh. was an incredible songwriter you know guitarist uh, really soulful I mean loved him dearly oh, so the three of us wrote this thing wow and yeah several years ago. Um, Another song that we dragged out from yeah. years ago and said, man, let, let's do it. It's a great song. Is that? Yeah. Let's see if I can do this without messing this up. <laughs> Bumper fell off of my old Ford. So I bolted on a two by four. Found just enough cash in my sock drawer. But just enough gas to get me to the shore And it's alright I'm out here rolling on the high tide Ain't got a worry to worry about Can't see nothing but sunshine now And it's a sweet life Might just stay here till the moon
Ain't got a worry to worry about Can't see nothing but sunshine now And it's a sweet life Might just stay here till the moonlight Things got a way of a working out Can't see nothing but sunshine now Can't see nothing but sunshine Nice. I feel so much better, Bev. Did you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Bev did the research. That was on the Kentucky Hearts album. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Three singles on that all went to number one. That was your first number one country album, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Just awesome mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Exile, and we're going to take a little break. We'll come back. Don't go away. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Thank you so much for listening and spreading the word about Songwriter Connection. We've got two members of the band Exile, men together, they're celebrating 60 years together. Uh, what's the over and under on marriages today? I mean, that's longer than most. <laughs> <laughs> well, well that's, that's longer than all of our marriages put together. You <laughs> if we, uh, if we, if we total, total them all up. Uh. Yeah, right. right. Uh, so if folks will go. How? How does a band stay together for, for six? No, no Yoko Ono's or anything like that. <laughs> well, uh, how, did, how does no. it happen? <clears throat> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's hard. You know, actually, Sonny and I, we've worked together much longer than that. Have you really? We, yeah. we, when prob- did you meet? Probably, uh, oh, golly. Uh, I forget how many uh, years. Well, high school? Uh, almost. Yeah, yeah, almost. You know, well, it's, it's one of those things where... I, I, the be- uh, chemistry in a band is such a fragile, kind of crazy, weird <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. You know, when it works, don't mess with it. Right. You know, because it takes a lot. You know, when you got five guys, you know, from different backgrounds, well, kind of different backgrounds. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of similar things, but, you know, um, and you got all the musical tastes have to kind of combine. And, you know, through the years, of course, like any, any long-term relationship, you know, we've had our serious ups and downs, you know, mm-hmm. and we... You know, we've had our um, challenges and fights and breakups, mm-hmm. you know, for a little while. We did. Uh, had to get away from one another <laughs> so we wouldn't kill one another and uh, got back together. And, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's a, when it works, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And boy, what a beautiful thing you got. Yeah. yeah it, it, it works, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I've always said individually, I think we're all good musicians, but collectively, it, it it kind of raises up to something else, you know. Yeah. When when uh, when we're on stage and things are clicking, it's it is something that's you know you're you better together. Right? We we are, yeah. 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 And I'm, you know maybe that's the secret. We we yeah. all realize that. Yeah. yeah. You know, do you we, feel on stage? Do you like? Can you like read each other's minds? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. You know where you're going. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I don't I don't mean to sound conceited when I say this, mm-hmm. or, but. There are times, you know, when we're at sound check, you know, and we'll and we'll fire it up and we'll start playing, and I'll think, you know, my God, this is really pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you know, 
collectively what we have created and what we sound like um, it's pretty good you know and um, I mean you know there there are much better musicians than me in particular Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that Mm -hmm. you know and we're not I mean we play in the studio and and we played on you know other people's records and products and everything else but the way the five of us play together, you know, that was one of the things why we insisted on playing on our own records mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we grew up at a time, you know, with the Beatles or the Stones or the Kinks right. or the Who, all playing on their, their product. And yeah. not only their vocals were made them unique, but the way they played made them unique. Right. So that's the, what we have accomplished too. Besides our vocals and songwriting, the, literally the way we all play together is very unique to mm-hmm. us. You know, it doesn't sound like anybody else. Doesn't. So, and that, that's a good thing. Uh, exile, and that's kind of going back to what I talked about. But your own genre, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. That's what you've yeah. that's what you've done. That's yeah, what you accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, so whatever it is, it's us. Yeah. And uh, you know, another little secret. I think we 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 listen to each other on stage. You know, we, mm-hmm. we pay attention to what the other the other person's doing. And uh-huh. and you know, and if if some if one of us is having a bad night, you can depend on the other guys to kind of to, yeah. to, to, to pick it up. Yeah. You, know, you know, and that happens every now and again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's know? a team. Well, it is. Yeah, forward, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things, you know, that's so cool about it is I didn't have to worry. I don't have to worry about, is Marlon going to hold do his thing, yeah. play his parts right, or is Steve, or is uh, JP? Or, I mean, all yeah. i got to worry about is me playing my parts correctly. Yeah. Because I know everybody else is going to, gonna, you know, do so it right. You play bass in the band. Yeah. Right. But I know you're also your guitar player. And I noticed I was reading through something the other day, and it said uh, bass and dad gad guitar and I had a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's a tuning on a guitar. It's just a tuning. D-A-D-G-A-D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh-huh. on this on the new record a million miles later, I, uh-huh. I on on the one we just played, uh-huh. uh nothing but sunshine now and another song called Valentine Sky, you know that I played acoustic on. Uh-huh. And I'm just tuned in dad gad. It just gives it a it, it, it gives a, a different, different tuning makes you kind of write differently. It does doesn't it? It, it? It's like playing piano uh, writing on piano versus a guitar, you, do, mm-hmm. you kind of write differently, you know, and that's what it's about. Yeah, it's cool sound. It really is. Yeah, uh, and there's some good, good, uh, good progressions and things that you just can't get anywhere else. Oh, very true. You know, I write with a guy named uh, Greg Wilson a lot, and he's that's his favorite tuning to write in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I just thought that was interesting, and I wanted to mention that. Yeah, uh, you're in standard tuning. I'm in standard tuning right now. now you yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, let's before we play because I want to play a song. Uh, I want to play the title cut from the album. So let's Please. talk about the album a little bit. Sure. And how that all came together. Yeah. Um, this is it's just the first one in a couple of years, huh? Yeah. Since the Christmas one. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. We actually yeah. did uh, a Christmas project. Uh, it was released last year. Was it last year? Yeah, I think we actually called Joyful Noise. We worked on it a couple of years. You know, ago. which we wrote all that. Uh-huh. But as far as a full on, you know. Uh, Thing other than a Christmas project, this is the first full on uh, in what, 30, decades. What did we say? How many? Really? Bev, how many years? 30, like almost thirty years. Thirty years. No kidding. You know, released. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. And we started, you know, thinking about this mm-hmm. as we were actually writing and preparing for the Christmas project, that Joyful Noise uh, CD or album. And we thought, well, you know, sixty years is coming up. Will be coming up. We need to think about. Are we going to record a whole new project? And um, fortunately, we signed with Clearwater Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, out, you know, Clearwater, Florida, Florida. Out of that, okay. sports name. Yeah. And uh, the head of that, Robert Gomes and his wife Tamara, they gave us the opportunity, kind of carte blanche, guys. Mm-hmm. Just record 
you know, just go and do it and make it the best you can and we'll promote it. We'll get it out mm. there. So we started writing literally on Zoom. Yeah, this is right. This after, is this is after COVID. Right. About, about, right yeah. when COVID, but you know, we were we were down for a year. Yeah. We didn't tour for a year. Yeah. So from twenty twenty one on, you know, we wrote through twenty twenty two and um you know, would get on Zoom and, and write these things and then we would record piecemeal. We would do three songs at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, as we would write, we'd go in the studio, yeah. record the songs. Some in in Kentucky, right? Well, it, in, the, some the, here? The, or no? the process was JP, of course, living in, in, in Lexington. Lexington. Mm-hmm. He would go into a studio in, you know, in Lexington and lay down what we call a click track. It's just, you know, the ah, timing of the track. Right. Put his guitars on that track. And um, then myself and Les would join in, would get there, and we'd do all the vocals on the track. So we'd have guitar, his guitar... Guitar vocal. And vocals. Lead uh-huh. vocals and back vocal back uh-huh. vocals. Wow. Then we come to to uh here, uh-huh. Nashville, uh, at a studio in Gallatin. And Marlon and I and Steve would go in and record the bed of the music. We'd record the music. Uh, I think that's correct, isn't it? Yeah. That's the way we yeah. do it. Yeah. And it it seemed to go really smooth that way. I mean, you know, historically in the past we were always, always in the studio at the same time recording everything. Right. But this just made sense to do it that way. It was mm-hmm. more efficient. Wow. I'm really thrilled you're, with the way it turned out. You're pleased with the sound. I am. And I am too. Here's the title cut. Let's play that a million miles later. This is Exile here on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Great song. Great album. We'll talk about it on the other yeah. side.
And a slow fade. Love that. <laughs> Disc jockeys always love the slow fade. They hated the, the, the cold, hard stops. Yeah, know. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that was the three-way co right? Right there? Yeah. Uh, you and JP? And, and Sharon Vaughn. Sharon Vaughn. Yeah. Was that one of those Zoom ones? Or oh, yeah. It was, same one, room? it was one of the early songs that we wrote for the project. You mm-hmm. know, uh, came up with the idea, and, and it seemed to kind of... Right itself, you know, yeah. and it, it it is our what love letter yeah. to our fans. Literally, I mean, really? that's what it, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. It could be about any long term relationship, sure. Ship, but I mean, it's I about get it now. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's to our fans, you know, that have stuck with us all the years. You know, we were, we were looking, we were you know talking about a song or a title for the album, and then yeah. they 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 brought us this song, and we we're going, wait, wait that's well, it, is. right? That's it, right there. You know, yeah, right. like no was, argument, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty that's much. Yeah. yeah, great song, really well done. Thank oh, you, man. guys. It's it yeah. was a real labor of love to do this whole project. And I bet it was. And and the CDs out there, uh, streaming everywhere. Yes. It was released in August. Was it? Um, I think it was. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I want to thank you too for taking the time. And you were between uh, shows, and, and, yeah. and this week when we're, we're taping August sixteenth for uh, a couple of weeks out. But um, you're this week you're out to Binghamton, New York, New York, yeah. and, 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 and Canada, Canada, Canada right? Canada, yeah, Niagara Falls. Falls. Yeah. yeah, love it, love yeah. it. Yeah. And um, you got mm-hmm. some big shows, and you're going down south, and this tour just. Keeps rolling. We'll be down in Alabama, Mississippi, yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Back at Kentucky. Kentucky. Back and, on November uh, 4th at Renfro Valley. Mm, oh, great place. Oh, yeah. yeah. You want to go ahead? No, you go. Well, at, at Renfro, we're going to be filming that concert nice. as part of a documentary that's being done on Exile. Nice. Uh, KET, Kentucky Educational Television, is, is doing the thing. Awesome. And... Um, so we're taping that concert or filming that concert. So anybody that wants to attend, I'm not sure if there are tickets left. There may be a few. Very, very you can check few. it out. Yeah. But it's November 4th in Renfro Valley, Kentucky. Uh, if they want, you know, anybody wants to be a part of the whole documentary process, there come on, go. come oh. on. Well, you're fans. They should, we should do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and right. the, and hopefully the documentary will be out probably spring of next year. Yeah, course, you know it'll take a while to get everything edited together and. Pretty a cool. lot of interviews and uh, oh, yeah. old videos and yeah. pictures and stuff. So we're, we're very excited about that. That's awesome. you got to go big. 60th anniversary, that's a big deal. Yeah, it, it is a big deal. Absolutely, man. Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Man. Something, man. Thank you. Really yeah. something. So. Unbelievable. Well, I appreciate it. We, get, we just did the timing right, right in between the <laughs> big shows. You've yes. been touring all over this, uh, this we year, have. haven't you? We have. Yeah. Yeah. And you stayed very busy. We have been busy. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, knock on Wood there. Just, I just did it. It is wood. It's, it yeah. is. It's uh, old Duncan Fife. Uh, yeah. we, it's every bit a part of the show. Yeah. The, uh, the dining room table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, absolutely. So. That's why we like to have you play live music around the, the dining room table mm. here at, yeah. the, at the podcast. So I know you got another one in that guitar. I bet you do. Um, I do. <laughs> and uh, Just happen to know this song that you wrote. Well, I, I kind of... <laughs> ah, don't, right. don't say I know it. That's the, that's the well. jinx here. Um, yeah, I wrote this... It was on one of our uh, our 
albums on Arista Records. I wrote it uh, with Stephen Sharp's brother, Randy Sharp. Randy Sharp, love brilliant, oh, brilliant. What man. a writer! Oh my also, gosh. Had a big Restless Heart song. Oh yeah, yeah, he wrote uh, Why Does It Have to Be Wrong? Yeah, uh, Tender Lie. A tender Lie. Oh, it's Great one of my song. fave fave songs of all time. You know? Solo writing, all the publishing. Oh, yeah. yeah, he made that big, incredible. Yeah, but Great he and I wrote this, and it was one of our singles, and I think it got to number two. It was it was held from being number one. At the time, I can't remember. Maybe it was a Garth song or somebody. You know, Garth. Garth who? Uh, yeah. 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 I heard him somewhere. But um, anyway, this is called Nobody's Talk. All right. Here we go. Just got home late last night. This old town was a welcome sight I couldn't wait to see you again oh how long it's been when I open the door looking all around you were nowhere to be found I called off friends just to see they might know where you might be Nobody's talking, talking straight I ask about you and they hesitate But sooner or later I'm gonna find out whatever it is Nobody's talking about Started looking, looking for you I just didn't know what else to do Every place I went It was always the same i just say your name And they turned away Like they did not hear What they're not saying Is all too clear in their eyes I see the sympathy I know there's something they're not telling me Nobody's talking, talking straight I ask about you and they hesitate But sooner or later I'm gonna find out whatever it is Nobody's talking about Nobody's talking That's what I love yeah. Live music around the there dining room table yeah, on Sunday really. Connection Podcast. Sonny Lemire and uh, Marlon Hargis are our guest here. The new Exile album is called It's a Million uh, Million Miles Later and there's sixteen songs. This, is, this would yeah. have been back in the day, the double album set, right? Yeah. 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 I love it. Every song is fantastic. It's truly exile. Uh, and all originals except... Except the except, 16th track on on this project. Which I love. Man. It's, it's 16 tons. The, the Do old, we have time to talk about that? Please, I want to. That's why mm -hmm. I saved it, because I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. The years, you know, in 2019, we released for the very first time another project called The Garage Tapes. Oh, yeah. And it is a double CD. 
uh-huh. containing 30 tunes. Wow. And it's a compilation of songs that we wrote. You know, we would go into the studio in Lexington that, Mar- that we've talked about earlier mm-hmm. uh, and record songs that we had just written, brand new songs. And they were demonstration recordings, demos. Then, you know, later on, as we were preparing for the album, we'd go out to L.A. in those days and later to Nashville and put those songs on our albums. So these are kind of the raw, more more raw versions of those original songs. Mm-hmm. And as we were putting the project together, finding the old, literally the old tapes, the real-to-real tapes, we found a cassette and it said rehearsal. <laughs> so we checked it out and it was literally a rehearsal uh, in which we had worked up um, this song, 16 Tons, you know, made famous originally by Tennessee Ernie Ford, took the time to, to work it up, and it was recorded, that rehearsal, on a boombox. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. So that track, that boombox recording, is on that compilation. And it's really cool, honestly. So we said, you know, then, if we had the opportunity to ever do a proper recording, because we love the way it turned out, that we would start, that we would record it. So this project, a million miles later, we decided to record it properly, mm. and it is. It's the same. It's, you know, 16, sixteen track. Sixteen, yeah. And 16, it's really we do it live. Tracks. We do yeah. it live now all the time, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's great. Great reaction. To this pretty song. cool. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Hey, let's play a little bit. Of it. Do, it, do yeah. it. Do it. Let's do it because it really is cool. Uh, oh, that's not it. Is it? That's yeah. it. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. That's cool. It's awesome. Your bass. Oh yeah, listen to that. Think another single there? Uh, it's possible. Possible. Oh, that's cool. And then Marlon comes in. Beautiful. It's fun. It's a fun song to play. I bet. Some people say a man is made That's out of mud. JP. JP. A poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood, skin and bones. A mind that's weak, but a back that's strong. You load 16 tons. What <laughs> oh, yeah. So that day older. Company store. <laughs> Marley, you had that deep. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. you on the deep the deep voice, isn't it? Uh, I do, yeah, I do the bass part. You're the bass singer. It is very good. This whole album is just awesome, and I want to encourage people Thank to listen you. to it. Um, buy the CD if you can. Uh, where do they catch you? Uh, online, you've got your own website, too. We do. Um, Exile.biz, B-I-C. Biz. Yep, merch there and everything. Well, yeah, oh, it's yeah. all on there, as all well there. as you know, Facebook, which is Exile Band Official. Okay. Instagram is Exile Official Band. TikTok. You got to be on TikTok. Exile too. Band Official. You know, all those places, um, you, you can see all the information about the band touring as well as merchandise. Check all those things out, folks. So before I let you guys go. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You were at the Opry recently. The Grand Lock. We were last, last week. Last mm-hmm. week we were. Okay. And something cool happened there. Something, something really cool happened, right? It sure did. Yeah, uh, to back up a little bit, 
uh, earlier this year, we did a cruise. It was called the Rock and Romance Cruise. Mm-hmm. Cool. A bunch of, uh, uh, what would you call? Uh, legacy artists. Legacy artists. Okay. Uh, and uh, we were sharing a stage with a great band called the Climax Blues Band. Always Brit- love those. From, from Manchester, England. Yes. Yeah. Always yeah. love those guys. Yeah. At any rate, we, we, we got to be friends because we were, you know, waiting to go on stage and so forth. And uh, we, we, we loved each other's uh, uh, groups. So... Mm-hmm. Anyway, a few weeks ago, they actually got in touch with, I think, JP and said, mm-hmm. you know, we said, we have a new single coming out in England and we'd love you guys to sing on it, you yeah. know. And uh, so they, through the, you know, the, the new technology, they sent stuff over and the guys sing on it, yeah. sing yeah. back. And uh, so we will be collaborating on a single yeah. uh, with them in England Sometime pretty soon. We don't really know, have an actual date yet. That's great. So at the Opry last week, you know, they wanted some video footage of some local scenery in Nashville and talking about singing on their project. Mm -hmm. So we recorded ourselves, you know, at the Opry, going in the Opry entrance and standing on the stage and talking about, you know, the song, their song, uh, which is called Facing My Fear, by the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were just blown away with the footage. So it'll be... They're going to use that for some kind of promotional stuff over at the U- in the UK. So we got that going on. You wow. That would be part of a single over there. That's cool. Right. It's very cool. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, lo and behold, also on this project, we have written a gospel song called Down in Cold Water. Down in Cold and Water. And we asked our good friends, the Isaacs, who mm-hmm. are an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing vocal group. Yeah, they You are. know, amazing if they would join us and sing on it, and they have graciously done that. Awesome. And uh, that's on this project, too, that will be released at some point to the Christian market. Wow. So we're, we've mm-hmm. got a thing in, U- in the U.K., a pop song. We've got our country stuff, you know, well, quote country, you know, mm-hmm. rough around the edge is happening. Mm-hmm. Going to have this Christian market thing. So, we're, hey, Exile's back. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Exile's got the, back. Got the documentary going, all kinds of stuff. Sure. Yeah. I love it, guys. That's fantastic. And it, all genres. So we talk about genres. Hey, right. Leave that up to the marketing people in the record yeah. companies. Exactly. You but, do you. That's what we say. You yeah. do you. And you guys. You we just write them and that. sing them. You That's can put it. them where I you want. Exactly right. Check all those things out, <laughs> all right. folks. Yeah, Please do. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. It's been fun. Yeah. Good to talk to you, too. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.